You're listening to the future of sports talk. BarkBox presents Red Future Radio Sports. And now, here are your hosts, Ethan and Isaiah, on the Red Future Radio Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Red Future Radio Sports. My name is Isaiah. My name is Ethan, and thank you for joining us on episode 14. Yes, sir. Well, we're just going to hop right to it because – actually, no. No, we're not. I'm going to talk about – we're, we're going to make some small talk. How's your week? Good. <laughs> good. How was yours? It was It was pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm getting kind of bored since it's the start of the summer, so – all right, well, that's why we have sports to keep us entertained. Speaking yep. of sports, let's just jump right in. Yes. We're going to start off with some NBA. Obviously, the championship is no, right for, here. Actually, first first we're going to start out with racing. I just thought about – so NASCAR. Um, last week, last Monday was the Coca-Cola 600. Not much happened. I mean, William Byron got second, but um, the person who got first, which we haven't seen him in – well, I haven't seen him in the top five, is Ryan Blaney. Hmm. He drives a Ford. That's about it. Um, and then on Sunday, this Sunday, was the Enjoy Illinois 300. Kyle Busch got first. Denny Hamlin got second. Joey Logano got third. And Kyle Larson got fourth. All big runners. All they're, they're all pretty good. So it makes sense that they got top four. William Byron was not in top five, though. Oh, okay. Well, now we'll go, we'll talk about some NBA, the championship games. Then we have Stanley Finals also coming up for NHL. Well, they're here, but Game 3 is coming up. Then the ad read. Then we'll just talk about some rumors that we have heard. So let's just jump into it with the NBA. Isaiah will be covering that. Okay, so got a lot to talk about for the NBA. So last week... Me and Ethan were like, "Well, what if the Celtics come back?" And we were we were very close to predicting it because last week, well, not sorry, not last week, two weeks ago, the Heat were up three and zero, but the Celtics came back three games in a row. They were up three three, but the Heat finished fish. Oh gosh, finished them off on Monday with a one hundred three to eighty four. Hmm. Now. Now I'm just going to recap the two games that already happened for the NBA playoffs. Game one is at the Nuggets. First quarter, the Nuggets had a lead 29 to 20. Second quarter, Nuggets had a lead 59 to 42. And in the in the second quarter, uh, Jamal Murray had two and ones. Oh, sorry, sorry, that's in the third quarter. My bad. Two and ones in the third quarter. Uh, third quarter, um, Nuggets. Nuggets were leading 84 to 63, and then the final was 104 93 Nuggets. Um, both Murray and Jokic had they dominated the paint all game. They both had the most points scored, with Jokic getting 27 and Murray getting 26. Um, Jokic scored a triple double, which, if you don't know what a triple double is, so a triple double is an achievement of a player who gets 10 or more points, assists, and rebounds in one game, which Djokovic accomplished in this first game of the NBA playoffs. Um, 
the Nuggets started off with 11, 11 to 0 point run in the first quarter, and the Heat didn't pass the th- threshold until the fourth quarter, where they brought their score down within 10 points a couple times, and they even reached nine. But the Nuggets kept their lead and finished it off with the win. Game two. Game two. Again, it was at the Nuggets. First quarter was the, the Heat led off with a 7-0 lead. Um, first quarter ended up 26-23, the Heat. The Nuggets brought it back in the second quarter, 57-51. And within the, within the first minute, Sorry, within the first minute and a half, the Nuggets took the lead in the second quarter. They went, it was twenty six to twenty three, and the Nuggets took that took that lead pretty quickly. Third quarter, eighty three to seventy five, still Nuggets lead. At about eight minutes in, the Heat tied to sixty six to sixty six, but the Nuggets the Nuggets kept their lead. And then fourth quarter, Miami took the lead back eighty six to eighty five at about. 10 minutes left, and the final was 111 to 108 Heat. So right now, it's 1-1. One and one. That's true. And I saw at the very end of the game, the Nuggets had a chance for a game-winning three-point shot, or at least an overtime shot, to mm-hmm. get it to overtime. But yeah. the Heat were relentless and were able to hold it back. So now the series is tied 1-1, one, one, and that's where I ask you the question, who do you think needs this championship more? Denver, who has, A, never been to the finals, never have won a championship, and holds a two-time MVP and this year the MVP snub of Jokic, or Miami, who has won a lot of finals, but has Jimmy Butler, who has never won an NBA finals, but took them to the finals two years ago, but lost. Who do you think needs this more, Jokic or Butler? Um, I mean, I would think Jokic needs it more because he's, he's been waiting for this moment for his career, like his whole, yeah, his whole career. So I would think he needs it more, but to be honest, I'm not sure who's actually going to win it because the both team, both teams are great. I watched the recaps. They both, they both have amazing defense, amazing offense. One thing the one thing the Nuggets do really well is they dominate that paint. They stay they they they're really good in the in the paint. That's true. Um, but the Heat have those three pointers that they just keep sinking them, and both both good things for the team. That's a big reason why they lost that first game is because they couldn't hit those three pointers, yeah. which is a big part of the Heat offense. Mm-hmm. This is a crazy finals though because it's a it one is, seed versus is. an eight seed. It's a team whose top half of scoring versus a team who's dead last in the league in scoring. It's it's crazy finals. Um, I think I think the Heat will pull this one though because the Heat have been underdogs throughout this whole playoffs, and Jimmy Butler has been relentless throughout this whole playoffs. Mm-hmm. And he's his supporting cast is starting to really to really light up. Caleb Martin's been on fire. Bam Adebayo has been on fire. So. We'll just see how that keeps going, though. But I would say Jimmy Butler and the Heat win this one and bring it home to Miami. But but speaking of the Heat, this was this was the first. Sorry, let me let me restart. And all of the and oh my goodness, I cannot speak today. This was game one. The Heat had hadn't lost game hadn't lost a game one yet, and the Nuggets didn't let that happen. They, I saw, I read I was reading an article and their coach that's how the 
coach like pumped him up. He's like, the Heat have have not lost a game one, and the Nuggets took that took that game one, and I think it's bringing the Heat's morale just a bit down. I don't know though, because I mean, you go back to the Eastern Conference Finals when they finished it off. Yes, they they gave up a three zero lead, but they still pulled it off. And you could they see did. you could see Jimmy Butler in the trophy presentation. He was offered to hold the championship trophy. He said, "I will not hold it. I'll hold the next one." Like I'm not quoting, obviously, but mm-hmm. you could you could read his lips and see that he's he said, "I'm going to hold the next one." So there, I'd say I'd say the more determined team has got to be the Miami Heat. I mean, underdogs throughout this whole thing. I mean, look look at this quote from. This was last year when the Miami Heat lost Game 7 to the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. <clears throat> Jimmy Butler said, quote, We had enough. Next year we will have enough. And we're going to be right back in the same situation. And we're going to get it done. This was last year. Jimmy Butler called that he would be back in Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics and that they would win. And that's true. They did. And now they're in, in the championship. Mm-hmm. So... This whole year, Jimmy Butler's been determined to get back here, and I think that determination is what leads him to the championship victory. Yep. So let's move on now to another championship. The Stanley Cup Finals are happening, and this has been a one-sided story in the Stanley Cup Finals. The Las Vegas Golden Knights have been absolutely dominating the Florida Panthers. They won game one, five to two, um, it was a close game for most of it, except in the fourth quarter where the Florida or not the Florida, um, the Las Vegas Golden Knights pulled away. Um, and game two was a different story. Uh, seven to two for Las Vegas. They dominated the whole game. I think they scored three goals in the first quarter and it was rough for Florida, especially for the fact that Florida, Florida had around four or five players ejected for fighting. Matthew Kachuk was ejected for 10 minutes on a penalty. Uh, so was Eric Stahl, Anthony Duclair, Nick Cousins, and Casey Fitzgerald, as well as Sam Reinhart. All ejected in the third period for fighting for misconduct. I mean, Vegas also had players ejected. Keegan Colser, Zach Whitecloud, and Riley Smith, as well as Brett, or Brett Howden, were all ejected for misconduct as well. But Florida seems to be on their heels a bit. Um, so my question to you is, do you think the Florida Panthers force at least the game five and avoid the sweep? Yeah. I I think the Panthers aren't going to let that sweep happen to them. They're, they have they have too much momentum right now. They're, they're the underdog team, similar to the Heat. They're that underdog team that really wants it. And I, I'm, I have a feeling that they're not, they're not going to have that sweep happen to them. And my prediction is they're going to win the next game. I could see that, especially since it is in Florida for the next game. But mm-hmm. you said momentum. Do you think that the momentum has switched to the Vegas Knights? Because they, they have de- demolished the Panthers in the last two games. Well, so in a, in a way, yes. But they're they're the number one seed, so they're expecting to win. That's what that's, that's what people are expecting to happen. But when the underdog team gets that momentum going, it's it's a lot heavier. That's true. So you're saying if you you think if the Florida Panthers are able to pull off an upset win, 
then the momentum will switch back to them and they'll start to get on a roll. Sorry, can you repeat that? So what you're saying is do you think that if the Panthers get that upset win and force at least a game five, that momentum will switch and they'll start to get more on a roll? Yeah, I would think so. I would agree with you there. But overall, I'm going to say that the Knights are probably going to take this victory. Um, and it, what a, it would be a big win for the Knights because they, the new ownership of the team six years ago when they bought the team said playoffs in three years, championship in six years. And this is year six, and they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. So if they were able to predict that correctly, A, that would be huge. That'd also be huge for the new head coach of the Vegas Knights in his first year with the team. Um, but I'm going to go with the Vegas Knights taking the overall victory. They're not going to get the sweep, is my prediction. I say Knights in six. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Anyway... I- I have a feeling that the the NHL is going to go to Game 7, though. Game 7, which we would live stream if it went mm-hmm. to Game 7. Mm-hmm. If either of these went to Game 7, we would live stream them. I am just just going to say I am definitely watching tomorrow's Heat versus Nuggets game because those, those recaps, I was, like, flipping out when I saw. It's, they're, they're two good teams, and they're battling, and it is just fun to watch. It's two stars – Two MVP caliber players going at it. Two players so determined that they're not going to let anything stand in the way. But only one can win. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of sports. Anyway, we will see you after the ad read. Thank you again to BarkBox for sponsoring this episode. BarkBox is a monthly subscription of original toys and healthy treats tailored to your dog. Their in-house team designs every toy and partners with American Farms to select the best all-natural treats and chews. Every box is created around a fun theme, so each month is a new adventure. Purchase your BarkBox today by visiting BarkBox.SNLV.net forward slash RFRS. Again, BarkBox.SNLV.net forward slash RFRS or by clicking in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Welcome back from the ad read, everybody. So let's just get it off the, off the board to start off with. Yes, we promised. We swore. Well, Isaiah swore. I that swore we- that we would have an ad read for me. And yet, it hasn't came yet. So probably next week. Probably. Probably. <laughs> oh, we'd also like to say apologies for not uploading last week. Mm-hmm. We just bone been really busy last week yes. so but uh more regular episodes will be coming out now and mm. and one more apology uh two weeks ago i i was saying um Jokic, oh gosh i can barely still say it i was saying his name wrong so i just want to apologize listening to that because i was totally saying his name wrong but you at least at least people knew who i was talking about that's true i mean it's hard to hard to not know who you're talking about because he's such an all-star. But mm-hmm. um, let's just move on. So there have been a lot of rumors recently in sports because there's not been much else to talk about besides championship games. Most sports are in the off-season right now, or heading into the off-season at least. And one of or the most prominent sport in America, the NFL, well, I guess football, um, 
one of its most prominent players, DeAndre Hopkins, was recently released by the Cardinals. Mm. So big rumors now on who he's going to go to. The outliers, obviously, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Cowboys, and then people have been throwing around names like the Browns and the Giants. But my question to you, Isaiah, is which team do you think DeAndre Hopkins will sign with? I don't know. He's got a lot of options. He does. Or let me rephrase it. Do you think he'll sign with one of those teams I just mentioned, the Chiefs, Bills, Cowboys, Browns, Giants? Or do you think he could choose a surprise team like maybe the Chicago Bears or the Detroit Lions, who are both in need of another wide receiver, especially an all-star of his caliber? I don't know. He's got, like I said, he's got a lot of options. Hmm. I know if I were him, purely based on the desire to win a championship, I would choose the Kansas City Chiefs. They won last year, and they still have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They still have an all-star offense and Andy Reid, a Hall of Fame coach, and a new all-star defense. But his biggest desire is, I think, for money, um, which makes sense for him because he definitely deserves a mega contract. Um, so based on this, it has been deemed unlikely that the Bills will sign him just based on cap situations. And the Cowboys have already dropped out. So unless he takes a small contract, which, again, is unlikely because he is definitely worth a huge contract. Yeah, he is. He, he will not be signed by the Cowboys, but I don't know. So most likely, probably he'll go to the Chiefs. But uh, yeah, Chiefs with their with winning the Super Bowl last year, and the Chiefs Chiefs needing a wide receiver, there it's high chance he's probably going to go to the Chiefs. People don't talk about it, but the Chiefs are one of the teams most needy of a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have no real superstars at wide receiver. Their biggest receiver last year was Juju Smith-Schuster, and he just signed with the Patriots. And even that, he was still a shell of what Juju Smith-Schuster used to be. So they could definitely use a wide receiver, especially one of DeAndre Hopkins' abilities, who, although he was suspended for like six to eight games last year, he still amassed 717 yards with 64 receptions and three touchdowns. So he's definitely still... Got got it. Yeah, he's, he's still got it. Still got that drive. So, on in other news in the NBA, there has been a source that says Kyrie Irving wants Dallas to trade for LeBron James. What do you think of this? Oh, boy. What, what a surprise this would be. Who would the Lakers be left with if LeBron was gone? Exactly. Plus, you have to think the 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 Mavericks already have Luca. They already have Kyrie. And adding LeBron, don't you think that would be? Those are three players who already want the ball all the time. Don't you think adding LeBron to that would make it more of a a me first team and create a lot of tension within the team? Because all three mm-hmm. of those players they they want the ball the whole time. Yeah, they do. So what are your thoughts on that? What do you think would happen there? Um, well, both of them are ball hogs, <laughs> like you said. 
they both they both love to have the ball, like to show off their talent. So either either they could do what you said, have big controversial like statements in the in the team, or they could work they could work as a team and they could be unstoppable, which that would be the Mavs would be pretty set. Exactly. If if they were able to make a team first approach to everything, they would be one of the top teams in the NBA. And they would definitely be championship not favorites, but definitely up there. Yeah. But if they if they figure out how to work as a team, they they will be a very good team. That would definitely be big. Um probably I don't know. I'm just thinking that they would definitely get far in the playoffs. I don't think they would be a one and done team. Mm-mm. Nope. But again, this is just rumors. This is just Kyrie Irving just saying he wants LeBron James. I mean, most mm-hmm. teams would say they want LeBron James. Oh, but yeah. There is a little, you know, what if scenario there. Speaking of what if scenarios, Jimmy Butler, or not Jimmy Butler, um, Jason Tatum on the first play of game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals got injured, which basically put the Celtics out of it. I mean, they were a shell of themselves after his injury, um, barely making plays. They were outscored in just by a huge margin. So my question is, what do you think would have happened if Jason Tatum did not get injured? Do you think the Celtics would have won that game? And if they did, do you think they would be up in the championship right now? Ooh, that's a good one. Um... I I honestly think that the Celtics would have won that game seven and they would be in the championship right now. Because Celtics are no the Celtics are a good team and with with one of their star players out, it's hard. Like that's that's like saying LeBron James is going to the Mavs. Like what's gonna happen to the Lakers? Yeah. So, so I yeah, they probably they probably would have would have won. That's true, especially seeing as they had momentum from the game six where mm-hmm. they had the buzzer beater game winning shot. Um, Jason Tatum is definitely the leader of that team. He's definitely their captain, their scoring leader. Uh, yep. he, he's their momentum leader. And mm-hmm. with him on that team going full force, because you know he would have been going all the way in a game seven scenario with the championship on the line. I think that they would have done it, especially with their core of players. Because, I mean, it's widely known. The Celtics have one of the best core of players in the NBA. Yeah. Um, and if he stayed in, I think he, they would have won that game. They've been the first team to have been down 3-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals and to win it in Game 7. Mm-hmm. Only three other teams besides them have done that. All of them have lost in Game 7. They could have been the first. Could have been the first, but uh, I don't know. Maybe someday, but it's definitely mm-hmm. really hard to do that. Yeah, it is. It is. The Celtics it, had that momentum, and if they if they just had him, then maybe it maybe it could have happened. But guess what? Do you know. think? Do you think the Celtics would be up in the championship right now, or do you think they would be one and one like the Heat are? I think they'd be one and one. The Nuggets, like like the like we said, the Nuggets have that home turf. They got that. They got. They play really good defense when they're at home. So the Celtics, they'd be one and one. 
I don't know what yeah. I was getting at there, but <laughs> I would agree with that. I'd even go as far as saying Owen one, but mm. I would, I would think that the Celtics would, or not Owen one, Owen two. Um, I would even go as far as saying that the Celtics, uh, but what I'm saying here is I think the Celtics would definitely come back from that. And I think they would at yeah. least make it game six, mm-hmm. maybe game seven again, which would be crazy. But, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with this playoffs. Uh, they're set in stone. The championship is. Um, yes. Very, almost, very exciting playoffs. A very exciting championship game. Um, honestly, this whole year, most of the playoffs for most of the leagues have been really exciting. Yeah, they have been. We've had a lot of low seeds go up high. I mean, the Panthers have went up to the championship game. The Heat have. The Lakers have. Um, the, cr- the Kraken, the Kraken was almost there. The Kraken was almost there. And the, yeah. the the amount of game sevens that have happened is is just amazing. It is. So this has certainly been a blessing of the year mm-hmm. in the playoffs. It's just fill, filled with talent, which is what what we needed in sports right now because NFL is dropping. <laughs> NFL is over. It's the off season, which is the most boring part of the season. Yes, it is. But unless you're a person who likes to watch the front office, then you're having a blast. But that is all we have time for today. This is a shorter episode, mm-hmm. but we have things to do. Yes, we do. So thank you for watching or listening. Um, yep. Stay tuned for next week. And mm-hmm. also, the results of the poll is in from last episode. Oh, and yeah, boo. Like I said, everyone's going to vote for you because. They're going to be like, it's Isaiah. Like, come on. No one's yeah. going to vote for him. So. Well, I won. So I am you host did. number one. Sadly, I am officially host number two. That's and with dumb. that being said, host number one, signing off. Thank you for watching. Thank you, BarkBox. And yes. see you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to BarkBox Presents Red Future Radio Sports on the Red Future Radio Network.